Portland and Sinclair is a little bit to the right, mm-hmm. so that somewhat flavors the news that you're getting from stations like that. Cable is independent. We don't owe the government anything. We don't own corporations anything. We just owe the truth. Uh, that's our responsibility, and that's eight seven seven five zero zero five two six six. And we can't we can't keep that going without you. Um, yeah, give us a call now. Again, um, can't mention the number enough eight seven seven five zero zero five two six six. We've got folks here ready to answer the phones now, and um, um, you can also go online kboo.fm. So now uh, we're going to go to Stephanie Potter's show, uh, the Recovery Zone. That's right, Ben Ken. Um, thanks to you and Ben for uh, asking people to contribute to KBU this morning. We appreciate that. And as Ken said, next up is Stephanie Potter with Recovery Zone today. She speaks with Scott Close, author of Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants, Identify, Harvest, and Use 120 Wild Herbs for Health and Wellness. And I was just in there. He brought three tinctures that he made from some native materials and I'm sure it'll be a great interview. I hope you're going to stay tuned for that. And that will take us up to the noon hour when we have jazz. In the meantime, let's listen to a couple of announcements, and then we'll get right to the recovery zone. Thanks for tuning into KBU today. KBU would like to give a special thanks to our local community partner who donated food for our volunteers today. Breakfast was provided by Black Bear Diner, located at 105 Northeast Burnside Road in Gresham serving all-day American comfort food and desserts in a woodsy setting. Lunch was provided by Musubi, located at 2134 Southeast Division Street, Portland's takeout spot for Hawaiian sushi rice snacks filled with homemade spam and other delicacies. For more information on how you can support KBU, call 877-500-5266 right now. KBU Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KBU in accordance with the requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about KBU Community Radio's open meeting policy is available by calling the station at 503-231-8032. Meetings will be held at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue in Portland. The Engineering Committee will meet on the first Wednesday at 7 p.m. Hi, you're tuned to KBOO Portland. I'm Stephanie Potter, and this is The Recovery Zone, a show focused on healing our world. My guest today will be talking about how the path to healing our world is about finding and renewing our connection to basically the wild and the plants that surround us. Scott Close is a herbal herbalist, wild crafter, teacher, and medicine maker who has been doing this work for over 20 years. He is the founder and managing director of the School of Forest Medicine and is the owner of Cascadia Folk Medicine, which supplies the community with small batch herbal extracts of native plants of the, of the region around us. He was one of the f- founding members of the Elderberry School of Botanical Medicine in Portland. And in his healing practice, he works mainly with the psycho-spiritual aspects of plant medicine. He's recently written a book, and it's just been published. It's called Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants, 
identify, harvest, and use 120 wild herbs for health and wellness. And I just have to say, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. It's packed with color photos. There's a wealth of information on identifying, harvesting, and using medicinal plants. And actually, five of these books are being offered as part of our pledge drive right now. So um, hopefully you can be a part of this. You can have one for a minimal donation of $75. And it's, as I say, it's just this big, heavy, beautiful, glossy, wonderful book. So Scott, welcome. <laughs> ah, thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> okay. And um, it's really good to have you here. Uh, you drove out from Corbett, right? That's right. Yeah, where yeah. there were fires, but you guys were spared. Yes, it yeah. was close, but we, we made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had to like leave your place for a few weeks? Yeah, we were evacuated for two weeks. See, this, this is like crazy, This the weather, the fires, the heat. But um, a lot of what you're about is actually making the world um, reconnect to how we can actually live here harmoniously, and that would be through our a connection with plants, it sounds like, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, the, the book that I wrote here is, is, is a book about identifying and harvesting and, and making medicine from the plants and healing our physical bodies and a little bit about the healing our psyches and our, our spirit bodies. Right. But but at the at the at the core of the book is a, is a call to a remembrance of our connection with nature. Yeah, and all of these practices bring us back to that to that place. Right, just being out in the woods, just looking for plants. Although you can actually find them in your backyard. I was also realizing mm-hmm. I I was checking out and it seemed like in my sort of messy backyard there's probably fifteen of the plants that are in your book at least. That <laughs> that's just what I could recognize, you know. So that was kind of nice. But um, so. You wrote this book. Uh, the publisher, I, you were just telling me, said that you could write so many words, and you did twice as many. Almost. And <laughs> how did that go, and why did they let you publish it anyway? Well, uh, I guess I got a little carried away, and I just wanted to pre- present as much information as possible. And, uh, and they, they just really liked the content, so they were willing to um, keep most of what I presented to them. And were the photos the photos that you took? I took most of the photos, They're probably beautiful. like 95%. Yeah, really? that was that was that was one of the really fun parts of yeah. the of the process. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. And what made you actually want to write this book? Well, I I was approached by the publisher's Timber Press to write it. Um, someone a woman named JJ Purcell who wrote a book for them. Uh, recommended me to them to write this book as part of their regional series of medicinal plant books, and I, I was I was planning on writing a book already, and I had s- squared it away with my wife to give me some time to write a book, and then and then like two weeks after that, I got the call from Timber Press, so I said, sure, I'll write I'll write this book. Okay, and and the the point of this book, as you said, it's really for um, just knowing plants i mean knowing specific plants that are growing in our region right yeah it's for it's for anyone from beginning level to people who've been doing this for a long time to uh learn how to identify the plants and then to um ethically and sustainably learn how to harvest them so taking in as much of the factors as we can about the life cycle of the ecosystem to guide us in in knowing how to harvest them, and then once we harvest them, how to make medicine from them, and how to then uh, administer that medicine for ourselves and for our friends and families. Mm-hmm. And ethically and sustainably is a huge part of that for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So how does that go? Like, um, there's be- better times to forage, say, and worse times, and 
Yeah, I mean, th- this gets back to that whole thing of, of like um, the separation from nature. I, I, I was telling you before when we were talking that I take students out, you know, to teach them how to do this kind of stuff. And there's times when we go to harvest a plant and, and some people feel so much about, you know, in their hearts about taking the life of the plant that they can't even do it at first, you know, and they're crying and it's it's really can be an intense process. But in my, my sense is that some of that comes from a sense of separation and not understanding that we're an integral part of the natural system. And it, I'm, I'm reminded of, of a, a really great book um, that was edited by uh, Douglas Dewar and Nancy Turner called Keep Keeping It Living. It's a book about the Native American practices of, of um, cultivating plants mm-hmm. in, in, in this region. And um, in that book, they, they talk about how one of the tribe's words for harvesting plants is means literally keeping it living. And the idea is that we do it in a way that there's more there than when we started. Yeah. It can't always work that way. Some things grow really slowly and we have to, you know, maybe like a plant like um, our native version of Osha, which is a popular plant that a lot of people know from the Rocky Mountains, the one we have here, Lagusticum grayi, Gray's Lovage, it, um, it, it grows really slowly. So we need to take a lot of time between times when we harvest the, that plant. But other plants, our harvesting actually will make there be more plants fair. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's almost as if you're harvesting in such a way that um, you uh, you um, sort of like you're, you're cutting to, to like make it grow more, to make it flourish or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, for example, like Yerba Santa down in southern Oregon that grows, that doesn't grow up here by Portland, but down, down south and into California. If you harvest it in, in a certain way where you're, you're cutting the, the branches to an outward facing bud, the plants get bushier and bushier. So mm-hmm. the plants where I harvest from are way bushier and larger than the ones that haven't been harvested wow. from in the That's same beautiful. areas. Yeah, uh, We're going to switch over actually um, uh, to the Canon Ben here because uh, the pledge drive is going on. And as I said, uh, you're listening to The Recovery Zone here on KBOO Portland. Um, I'm talking with Scott Close, who's an herbalist, wildcrafter, medicine maker, and we're actually offering five copies of his amazing book, Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants, Identify, Harvest, and Use 120 Wild Herbs for Health and Wellness to those who can make a $75 pledge. Uh, So Ken and Ben, are you there now? Oh, yes, and thanks, Stephanie. Uh, Yeah, it's great that you mentioned that. Uh, I I should give the number, 877-500-5266, or you can go online at kboo.fm. You know, uh, Ben, our goal for this hour uh, for during Stephanie's show and Scott's appearance here as our guest is $400. We've already got $110 in. Mm-hmm. So we've got $290 to go. And one of the ways I think we can get that is, um, well, certainly you, you guys call up. Uh, if you've been on the fence about becoming a member, it's a great time. And as Stephanie mentioned, you can get a copy of Scott's book, Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants, a beautiful, beautiful book with color photographs and glossy. And Stephanie mentioned that Scott uh, wrote a little too much text, but it was so good the publisher left it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it is real good. I've been looking over the book here during the breaks. Mm-hmm. That's for um, $75 uh, minimum donation to KBU. That's six twenty-five a month. If we have... Two or three of those, uh, uh, two or three of you call up and uh, pledge $75 a year, six twenty-five dollars a month, become a sustaining member through Keter- 
credit card, debit card, electronic fund transfers, we could almost reach that goal. And we've got about 50 minutes left. But still, it's a great time to call, especially if you're not driving, if you're not uh, otherwise engaged, if you're listening to the radio and you can get to a phone safely. <laughs> it's time to call 877-500-5266. Yeah, and we'd also like to um, give a uh, thank you to um, Joan in Beaverton, um, Deanna in Hillsboro, and Christina all the way down in Santa Barbara. Um, we yeah we we need more people like you to uh, we need more people like them to uh, give us a call and um, and um, and um, and become a member. Um, yeah, that um, not only is that uh, not only do we have um, um, Scott Close's book there. Um, we also if you call and become a member now and be entered to win a prize, you'll be entered to uh, win a prize. Uh, today's drawing is for a two hundred dollar gift certificate from Pro Photo Supply. Good for equipment, classes, and rentals. Uh, we're offering a new prize every day of the drive. Um, call 877-500-5266 now to be entered for a chance to win. Um, and go to uh, kboo.fm for rules and restrictions. Um, but yeah, um, if we can definitely meet that goal, if we can, um, if we can get the, um, if, if you call it and give us a pledge now of $75 for the whole year, um, that will definitely get us, get us, get us closer to our goal. Uh, so please call. And then just as a thank you, we will give you um, Scott Close's book um, that and like Ken was mentioning, yeah, I was like kind of flipping through it, too. It looked um, it looked uh, really great. Um, in fact, um, I'm going to think I'm going to get myself a copy for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, for Christmas for my wife. She loves those type of things. Um, and you can get your own copy here, a signed copy. Uh, uh, we, it's our thank you gift to you for a minimum donation of $75 a year, $625 a month at 877-500-5266 or online at kboo.fm. And Ben, this amazes me. Christina called in from Santa Barbara, California. Not only that, but she's a renewed member mm-hmm. so she's been listening to KBU. uh we don't uh, have a broadcast signal down there but we do have the internet mm-hmm. and we do have our smartphone app and all of that comes from people like christina joan in beaverton and diana in hillsborough 80 percent of our operating budget and includes uh, our server for the online uh, archiving and and listen online and streaming plus our smart uh, phone app it comes 80 percent of that comes from people like you, from Christina, Joan, Deanna, and people like you right now. So, it's almost the last day of the drive. The last day is tomorrow at 10 o'clock. We have an hourly goal here, and we're part of the way there. It's $400. Uh, We have $290 to go. If you've been on the fence about becoming a member, there's no better time. It's a beautiful, sunny day. Uh, winter's on the way, but hey, let's just enjoy the day today and tomorrow, 877-500-5266 or online at kboo.fm. Okay, and we're going to talk with Scott a little more here. Um, Scott wants to read something about basically his philosophy of being a wild crafter. Um, Scott, could you read? Could You want to just go with that? Yeah, thank you. Um, for me, wild crafting is a sacred act. It helps me connect with forces beyond myself that invigorate my body, mind, and soul. I encourage you to approach plants with respect and humility as a way of strengthening your relationship with the physical and energetic ecosystems of the wild. To be conscious and sustainable wildcrafters, we must try to understand how life organizes itself in the forests, meadows, fields, and high desert landscapes where we will be harvesting. It should be the goal of everyone gathering wild plants to have as little impact as possible. Our presence in nature is not inherently negative. 
If we immerse ourselves in a deep study of the natural world and examine the physical characteristics of different ecosystems, our actions may even have a positive impact on the places we visit. To determine whether harvesting is appropriate and to ensure that the places where we harvest medicinal plants remain healthy and viable for many generations to come, I encourage you to gain as much understanding as possible of the intricate web of interrelations that keep ecosystems functioning in a healthy way. We each have a role to play in this process, and as we each gather and share this information, we will increase our collective appreciation from for the import of these relationships. Uh-huh. And basically, you got started as a wild crafter. How did how did that? What what got you into this whole thing? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it started way back when when I first uh, when I first moved to Portland, actually, back in the '90s, and I I first had the intention of um, learning how to uh, be my own agent of healing because I'd had experiences watching my grandparents die in the hospital that really affected me deeply. And, and, and I knew somewhere at the core of my being that the, the Western medical system was not something that I wanted to be a part of. It does, now, I, and I know it has its place, but mm-hmm. you know, for emergency stuff, but for like general healing, it's, it's, it's not so good at that. Right. And so, um, and plus it's, it can be really expensive with the whole way the pharmaceutical industry is going and people trying to make profit from healing. And, and what I'm trying to do with this book and, and with the teachings that I, that I do is to have people become, uh, learn to be, we can be, we can be responsible for our own health and the health of our, our members of our communities. And so I, I started learning as much as I could about the plants and, and thought that I was going to be, I was going to be a farmer and, and harvester of wild plants and maker of medicines. And then, you know, the plants grabbed me and said, well, we have other plants for you too. And they took me in this whole other direction of being a teacher and, and, and all of that. So like you have mentors, but you, you think that, or you say that plants were actually maybe some of your most powerful mentors. How, how does that go? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I did certainly have mentors like, uh, Deb Francis and Cascade Anderson Geller and, you know, Michael Moore through his books. And I studied with Christopher Hobbs and I've studied with Matthew Wood, all really wonderful people. I have a lot to share, but for me, the most, yeah, my teachers are the plants. I've learned the most about how to be a human and how to be a good human from my, the work that I've done with the plants. And I think of the plants as, as these incredible, incredibly wise teachers that, that ought to be approached with re- great respect and humility. And so, like, maybe one, give an example of, like, maybe an early plant that, that helped teach you something. How did that go? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, let's see. There, there, was a, there was a moment in my life where I was going through a really, really difficult time, and... Um, and I was, I was what some people might think is, um, on the borderline of, um, going crazy, but I knew that I wasn't, I knew that I was in a, 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 an awakening period and I was staying up all night. I couldn't sleep and I was getting visited by all these different, uh, beings and energies coming through me and wild dreams. And, uh, there was this one, this one, um, energetic presence that was always there with me that I, uh, that, that, that helped me feel calm through the midst of all of that. And after a while, I finally said, who, who are you? And, and the voice said, I'm Juniper, and I've been with you always. 
And it, it was juniper was actually the first plant that I went and just sat with in the wild by myself. And it started a whole process of, um, of me realizing that the plants are trying to communicate with us on a very deep level. And at the time, I didn't understand what this plant was trying to say to me. And then after I realized that it was like there with me during this process and holding it's uh, the spirit of juniper is like a grandfather that just mm-hmm. holds a very calm space it brings lots of illumination and in that moment for me it 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 helped me to see the absolute perfection of everything that was happening to me that had that had precipitated this crisis in my life that it was what i needed to actually awaken and grow and if you think uh I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of the doctrine of signatures, but that things take the form. That's one aspect of it, the physical form, but it it operates on many levels. But if you look at junipers, you know, they twist and turn and, and, you know, they're, they're very gnarled and their, 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 their shape is dictated by the harsh environments in which they live. And so juniper teaches us how to see the beauty of the the harshness that comes, the traumas that come in our lives, and the gifts that flow from those traumas, and how to endure them, and how to yeah. actually grow more beautiful through them. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and di- but you didn't. Is that a plant that you ingested, or you just sat with it, or? Well, I fir- when I first sat with it, I ate some of the berries and sat uh-huh. under a tree and had an experience, and then, and then it's interesting that you asked because I remember thinking, God, I never really take juniper but then i realized oh i burn juniper as a smudge all the time so ah. it's like you know I, people would always come to my house and like oh your house smells so good like, <laughs> oh it does i don't know this and they'd be, oh yeah oh it's juniper oh that's so nice yeah 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 <laughs> so there's different ways and and that's actually like uh, a lot of this too there's all kinds of different ways that we can take in plants mm-hmm. you know that i get from your book too smelling them tasting them yeah yeah i mean the the the, the most common way is to ingest them, either as teas or tinctures or just eating the fresh plants. But yeah, there's all different ways you can, you know, they, they can make oils from them and put them on your on your body and burn them as smudge. Some you can even inhale as smoke. And how does that work exactly with, um, oh, actually, I'm realizing we're, we're at our little mark here for going back to Ken and Ben. Okay. <laughs> are, Ken and Ben, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Here's Stephanie. Okay, so um, I was just going to say that um, I'm you're tuned to KBOO Portland. Uh, this is Stott, Scott Close we're talking to, who's um, written a beautiful book that we're offering as a part of our pledge drive. We've actually given all five away. Oh gosh. <laughs> Well, that it's was a very, fast. Very popular book That's among right. cable listeners. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, pleasure. thanks very much, Scott. And those were signed copies too. Yeah, we're so. going to have them all signed. Yeah. focuses on the medicinal value of these plants. Uh, again, all our thank you gifts are gone for uh, for Scott's book, his signed copies, but as Stephanie mentioned, still available in uh, fine bookstores and online everywhere. But 
you can still become a KBU member. Our goal for this hour was $400, and we're getting very close to meeting that goal. We've got about 38, 37 minutes left. 877-500-5266. You can call, become a new member, renew your membership, and put us over the top for this hour. Uh, you're listening to The Recovery Zone because uh, you, you enjoy Stephanie's programs, uh, uh, guests like Scott, and books like uh, Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants. Uh, it's it's part of why you listen to KBU, and this is the kind of programming that you support by becoming a member or renewing your membership, Ben, at 877-500-5266. That's right. And if you call now and become a member, um, you will be um, entered also to win a uh, prize. Uh, today's drawing is for a $200 gift certificate from Pro Photo Supply, uh, good for equipment, classes, and rentals. Uh, we've been offering a new prize every day of the drive. Uh, so again, that number is 877-500-5266. Call now to be entered for a chance to win. Um, also, go to uh, please go to KB oo.fm for the rules and restrictions on that um and yeah and we mentioned that uh yeah we are here talking with um with uh, scott close uh he's the founder of the elderberry school of botanical medicine um we've given the the we did have some thank you gifts for that but we also have um another great thank you gift um uh, um if you uh, call now for just uh if you call now um Give us, give us a uh, for uh, twenty five dollars uh, for twenty five dollars a month. Uh, you can. Um, we would love to thank you with a hoodie. Uh, winter's coming right now. Uh, you wouldn't know it right now, but um, but you're gonna want that hoodie for down the road here. Um, and. Oh, we, we, we do have, have Ben. Um, uh, uh, as Ben mentioned, we're out of Scott's books uh, for our thank you gifts, but we've got one for uh, sixty dollar. Uh, minimum uh, donation or five dollars a month called the nature fix why nature makes us happier healthier and more creative by florence williams and uh, i'm looking through that uh, now uh jenka soderberg uh, uh, uh who's our web director down here just brought this in <laughs> as kind of a consolation prize for people uh, uh cable uh, uh listeners who want to call up and become a member and missed out on scott's book so again the nature fix why nature makes us happier healthier and more creative by florence williams that's for a minimum donation of sixty dollars a year five dollars a month call now help us put us over our goal for stephanie's program four hundred dollar goal and we're almost there eight seven seven five zero zero five two six six or ben online at kboo.fm that's right um and so yeah you know how many times have you said to a friend um you know i was listening to kboo and i heard about this um you know this such and such story this great story that i just heard about um that's what we're all about the stories the news the insights that you know um that that spark your conversations and we cannot do it without you uh so please give us a call now um 877-500-5266 to become a member um also kboo.fm um oh we have some thank yous for people who gave online nice. a, a lot of uh, you know when the calls come in we get a lot of those calls at 877-500-5266 we get the names and where you're from and we we just are so grateful for you calling up becoming a member or renewing your membership or increasing your sustaining membership sometimes we give short shrift to shrift to the people who call uh who don't call but go online uh at kboo.fm and I have a list here. Donald from Battleground, Washington. 
Barbara from Northeast Portland, and Eddie from St. Helens. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you. Uh, again, I think we're very close to our goal for this mm-hmm. hour. So <laughs> be like Donald, be like Barbara, be like Eddie. 877 500 Or like Donald, Barbara, and Eddie, you can go online, click on that donate uh, link, kboo.fm is our website. Now back to Stephanie and Scott. So we're back here again. This is Scott Close. We're talking about plants, disease, how we can heal, how we can heal ourselves, and how we can heal our planet. Um, But back to ourselves, uh, plants help us recover from disease, basically. Dis-ease is -hmm. part of this, right? Um, How does this actually work? I mean, how how are they doing this? Mm -hmm. Well, on the physical level, the... The plants, the, the, the way that plants, medicinal plants work, that's different than maybe pharmaceutical drugs, is the pharmaceutical drug initiates an action and it's targeted to uh, a very small, you know, thing like a, a microbe or something. It's they're targeted to like stop that and stop symptoms. Mm-hmm. And and when we work with medicinal plants, hopefully we're working in the context of a. Of a f- in folk medicine traditions, we're working in terms of an energetic context of understanding the whole human organism as a functioning unit. And then beyond that, of course, then the ecosystems in which we live and then the whole earth itself. Without the healing of the earth, we can't have healing of ourselves. And without healing of ourselves, we can't have a healing of the earth. So we have to have right relationship on that level. But getting back to just like the ecosystem of the body, the plants teach the way I see it, they teach our bodies how to come back into harmony. So if, say, um, say you have chronic, you know, like now when the fall comes and the weather turns wet and cold, you every year you get uh, lung infections. Yeah, I do. You do, okay. <laughs> so you could take antibiotics to like stop the- yeah, I hate doing that. <laughs> the, the microbes from, you know, causing the infection. Or you can look at the the- the ecology of the body and say, okay, so there's damp, dampness and coldness in the body. So take a plant that it brings drying and warming, like angelica, for example, is a really good one for that, or um, devil's club, or um, kishwoof, uh, Gray's lovage, the our local version of osha. They they warm and they 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 <clears throat> they dry, so then you won't get those chronic lung infections. Mm-hmm. And then there's something to do with how energetically they move through us and and somehow get rid of blockages in our own energy systems is how yeah. does that part work yeah i mean we have my experience for myself is that there's so many uh, little places of blockage whether they're from traumas that i've experienced or um, cultural imprinting that we have of ways of the ways we relate to the world that aren't necessarily um, in alignment with the reality of the energetic systems in which we um navigate so when when i take a plant into my body i sit and i just pay attention to what's happening in my body and sometimes it'll you know i'll feel a pain somewhere let's say i feel a pain in my leg or something uh-huh. and then I'll, I'll instead of thinking oh the plant is making my leg hurt i think oh the plant is illuminating a place of blockage in me that it wants to move through and the plants move through different energetic channels in our bodies and so they want to fully inhabit our bodies and so they'll they help. want to they do <laughs> they like to inhabit my body i know that <laughs> and other people's have expressed similar similar experience they 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 like 
the sense of being embodied. And so we have this relationship with them where we can give them that sense of this like separate um, embodied way of being and then they can share with us the the um, interconnected you know disembodied form of consciousness and when we bring those two things together it's as I see it this is the 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 evolutionary course that humanity is on right now and why we're having so much troubles and travails is because it's really hard to go from being a totally interconnected being to having this very distinct awareness of a separate self and then to try to bring those two back together and we're like in the 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 middle of that major process and the plants are making themselves available to help us with that transition that transformation yeah so like a lot of yeah the dis-ease in our own bodies is coming from the dis-ease of the separation that we're experiencing in our culture from being part of this planet. Yes. That's how you see it? I do, yeah. I mean, and I, I've spent a lot of nights for the last year or more, but particularly the last year or so, where I've, I've had the experience of waking up in the middle of the night and feeling so much of the, the sorrow and the suffering of all kinds of beings on the earth itself and everything around. And, um, and we, we, I think as more of us tune in, we can't help but feel that because we are interconnected whether we recognize it or not. We can't pretend that we're not. We try to, as humans, we've tried this. And it was necessary to um, come to that place so we could have this greater um, consciousness evolve through us. But, um, but as each of us learns to tune into that, we become vessels for the healing of the greater as we become he- vessels of our own healing. healing. And I, I, know, I saw something online that you uh, talked about. For instance, our hearts need to open and that uh, the dis-ease in our hearts is even connected to the fact that that's probably the biggest killer uh, heart disease and uh, could you just expand on that a little I thought that was very interesting yeah I, I remember walking by down the street and when there used to be like newspaper boxes and there was like a the Oregonian there and uh, and it said it said um, something like a new study shows that um, depression linked to heart disease and I was like oh, I wonder how much money they had to spend <laughs> to figure that out right. and um, and no, you know, knowing that heart disease is the number one killer in the United States, and knowing how many people are shut down in their hearts, their emotional hearts, and the emotional heart and the physical heart go hand in hand. I mean, all, all through our, our, all of our organ systems and different parts of our body are connected with emotions and things like Definitely. that. Definitely, the heart is the one I think that most of us can recognize more easily, and uh, and so, like for example, like a plant in in this book, hawthorn. Is, is a great, great healer of almost everything that could be going wrong with the heart. So a great remedy for the physical heart, super safe, just a, a, a tonic for the heart, strengthens the heart muscle. But it also it also helps the emotional heart. So for people who are, have, have hardened their hearts from trauma, it helps soften the heart. For um, people who, who maybe feel too much, it can help bring a little bit of balance there so it has it's a plant that has these big thorns on it that provide lots of protection but then there's all of this abundance from the flowers and it's a very um giving plant and and so 
um, by by taking this, we heal on all of those levels from the physical to the emotional to the spiritual. And it helps us, And you know, we, we talked about this a little bit before when we were chatting before the show um, about how important vulnerability is. Right. And um, and one of the things I've learned from Hawthorne is that it said to me, so what? how, how are you going to use your thorns? Are you going to use them to um, keep yourself from having to be vulnerable by pushing things away? Or are you going to use that the, those your thorns, you know, our energetic thorns, to create a space where you can actually um, reside in your vulnerability? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And actually, that's one of the tinctures that you brought here into the studio, which is, yeah. it's quite, yeah. So I'll have to definitely have to try some. give yeah. a few drops of this in my body, <laughs> see how it makes you feel. For sure. Yeah. Um, and actually, there's a couple of others that you brought. You brought um, the red cedar, and you brought the red alder. What is the red alder for? Hmm. Red alder is is a, is a great lymphatic herb. So it helps speed the removal of waste products from the body, and the um, it helps to uh, receive nutrients better. So it's like its motto is give more to receive more. So the more you can let go of, the more you can receive. And so it's really good for all kinds of like um, uh, infections of the blood or if you have like skin eruptions, if the body can't process toxins uh, good, it sends them out to the skin. So mm. the alder helps with that, with that process. And then it also, in the same way that it r- helps repair devastated lands by... Um, inhabiting lands that have been clear cut or that have been damaged by fire or by flooding the the alders come and they uh they they through uh nodules in their roots fix nitrogen from the air which then goes into their leaves and they drop lots of leaves and you know they don't have a super long life cycle they come they prepare the ground for the bigger trees to come, so then the the tree the the wood rots fairly quickly and prevent pre, um, kind of mulches kind of mulches and nutrifies the soil for the bigger trees to come in, and so it does that for us too. It helps repair areas of devastation in our bodies, particularly like um, gut stuff. It's it's uh, has tannin, so it, it tightens tissues and and helps repair. And the damage. way you would teach this then is that, like, say, I took a, a a drop or two of this tincture, then to just sit and then kind of just feel how it was affecting me, and just just and then I the plant would in a way be talking to me. Is how you're saying? Yeah, and in, in talking, in some people the plants talk like with words. You actually hear voices. Some people do, yeah. <laughs> Um, some people see visions. Some people just feel it in their bodies. Some you just people have sensations, maybe sensations. Yeah. yeah, or like memories will come up, or like sometimes a a pop song will come into someone's head, and they'll think, "Oh, I'm like trying to have a connection with this plant." Will you just go away? And then they they share that and realize, "Oh, actually, the song itself was like trying to illuminate something that the plant was trying to show them." So yeah, you. Th- I think the best way to learn about plants is to take them into our bodies and then just really. Um, open ourselves and and feel what happens and, and you can feel the physical stuff on some level some people are really attuned to that other people feel more of like the psycho-spiritual aspects of their medicine through that, that which is of kind of how you teach and what about um psychoactive plants like or, or psychedelics like is do you sort of think that maybe the way we're allowing them to be legalized again has some 
something going on here? Or are all plants psychoactive? Or, or what's your sense of all of this? Yeah, all, all plants are psychoactive on some level, and then some of them are more overt and have, you know, what we call like the the sacred power plants. Although I don't really like that that terminology. I don't know. None of the words work for me. I just, yeah. But there's like certain plants that, you know, at this time in history, like marijuana. <laughs> yeah, marijuana and. Um, and ayahuasca and iboga and all these plants that are kind of coming more into the forefront in our world and and they have they have the ability to really affect deep healing in people um but not that, that doesn't happen from like oh let's go have a, a weekend ayahuasca it's not like a retreat. party thing yeah no it's something that you know and people like talk about oh you know it's a shortcut and it's not if you're doing it it's not really gonna last but if you dedicate yourself to working with any of these plants, whether it's the plant you find in your backyard to one of these, you know, these more powerful, uh, powerfully acting plants, if you make a dedicated study of them and work with them over time, they become a part of of your your being. So, like for me, I have in my body all kinds of plants existing in my energetic system, and they inform how I am as a human. And, and having recognition of that has helped me to, you know, grow, evolve, change, and, and understand really what my role in the ecosystem is. And actually, I, I heard something online where a shaman in South America actually recognized that in you, didn't he? The, that you had all these plants kind of just almost erupting out of you or something. Yeah, he, could he, see yeah. Them. He, did, he did see them, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, uh, we're moving on to our pitch again. Um, I want to let people know that we're uh, with Scott Close here. He's written a great book, but we've sold him out, which is um, there's other books available. And you can make a donation to KBOO Portland, your community radio station, where we're talking about all kinds of different things from all kinds of different perspectives, including how plants can heal our planet. Uh, Ben and Ken, uh, you want to add some more to this? Oh, thanks, Stephanie. Yes, uh, they can become a new member or renew their membership by calling 877-500-5266. You know, in your interview, Stephanie, with, with Scott, he, he said something that I think applies to our listeners and to KBU. Uh, he was uh, talking about the alder and its uh, medicinal uh, qualities and how helpful it was and, and also for reforestation. And he said the plant's motto was give more to receive more. And I look at that as our, our KBU listeners uh, do that all the time when they call up 877-500-5266 to become a member uh, or to increase their membership or renew their membership. Or you can go online at kboo.fm. Uh, the money that you pledge to KBU, that you donate to KBU, uh, we use that to run the station 80% of our yearly operating budget comes from listeners like you. Listeners like Ben, uh, we have a few thank yous. That's right. And um, yeah, we've, we've had some great responses here this hour and um, and just a few just a few here. Um, Stevie Ray in Northeast Portland, Kenneth in Northwest Portland, Diana and Rodney all the way over in Scapoose. Thank you for calling. Uh, you. And um, yeah, we just, we need you to call now. Um, keep this keep this going. Um, give us a call at 877-500-5266 or go online kboo.fm um, if you call and become a member now uh, you will be entered to win a prize also uh, today's drawing is for a $200 gift certificate from Pro Photo Supply uh, good for equipment classes and rentals uh, we're offering a new prize um, every day of this drive um, again that number
number, give us a call to be entered, 877-500-5266, and go to kboo.fm for the rules and restrictions. And uh, you're calling up to become a member to hear programming like Stephanie's show, The Recovery Zone, and to hear guests like Scott Close talk about uh, Pacific Northwest medicinal plants. This is the kind of listening. It's actually been a great hour so Mm -hmm. far. We've gotten a lot of calls, and we want to keep that momentum going. Mm -hmm. Keep content like this on the air. Keep KBU going. We'll be going on our 50th year. Uh, We started in 1968. We'll be 50 next year, and that's thanks to listeners like you. Give us a call at 877-500-5266 or online at kboo.fm. Now back to Scott and Stephanie. Hi, we're back again. Um, And Scott, I just want to... I, it's really interesting talking to you about all this. Uh, I, I learned also reading about you online that you'd studied with a fellow named Paul Levy mm-hmm. and had sort of, so I, th- I think a lot of your philosophy is really about uh, that we need to wake up, that mm-hmm. that, um, that that in a certain way we're still, ki- we're kind of asleep. And could you talk about that in terms of what that actually means and how that relates to the whole plant thing? Mm. Yes. In my in my work with the plants, what I've what I've um, what they've, they've shared with me, I mean, it started with just very basic, um, like wanting to learn about the plants' medicines when I first started working with them. So I learned that, and then slowly but surely, the 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 teachings that they were offering became deeper and deeper, and and they they, you know, I see the plants as sort of like the dreaming apparatus of the earth. If they're flourishing, and um, they take the energy of the sun, and not only convert it into food for us, but they convert it into um, wisdom that we can then take into our bodies and, and learn from, which helps us to awaken, like you're saying. So, uh, wake up with the sun. <laughs> wake up with the sun. Exactly, the illumination of the sun, and the sun being like the guiding force of like life on this planet. So. So they have a huge, huge role to play in the awakening of humanity, and they're, they're I, I feel like they're, you know, we talked about some of these other plants like ayahuasca and and uh, and others that are coming from like the jungles now and like spreading across the whole planet and, and helping people with this awakening process. Coffee. Coffee and yeah, maybe coffee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people work with it always in the in the in, in the right in, way, right relationship. <laughs> but sure, coffee can help. Any plant can help, and and so. But we have here where we live and wherever anybody lives in the plants of the bioregion are, are, are perfectly suited to what we need to learn how to live in harmony with the lands upon which we live. So we don't need to go somewhere else to, to learn this stuff. We can just do it, like you said, right in your backyard. You have 15 plants that you saw that are in the book and you can start right there in your backyard by like, Oh, I'm going to see, you know, it, it, for example, dandelion, right? Yeah, tons you of see, it. see, you know, people out there like spraying their lawns with chemicals to uh, kill the dandelions. And the dandelions just keep coming and keep coming and expanding. And, yeah. And, 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 and one of the medicinal properties of dandelion is that, they're, that they help heal the liver. And so all of that toxicity that people are taking in that's damaging our livers Dandelion is a remedy for that. So rather than like spraying them with toxins, if we start working with that plant, it can tell us, oh, it has an understanding of what their role in the ecology is. All the places where we disturb the land, mm-hmm. certain plants come in 
to help repair the land, but they like also Mullen too is one like of those. Mullen, yeah. yeah, they come to repair the land and to and they also come to teach us how to not destroy the land and to and to to be more aware of our impact on the ecosystem. So, say I was going to then um, take in a dandelion, would I make it as a tincture, or would I just put it in salad, or? Or all these different ways that you can do it? All of the above, yeah. Uh-huh. Like you can make a tincture, you can dry it and make a tea, you can cut up the roots and cook them in your food, you can cook the, the greens, you can just eat the greens fresh in a salad, however you want. And all of those ways are going to um, bring you in contact with the plant. The, the key element is to have uh, presence and awareness. So becoming aware of... The, of what the plant's trying to, to, to show us. So b- really being willing to be calm and sit with it in a way or, or still yourself, still not yourself. just sort of mindlessly watching television and looking online and you're, you're, you're paying attention to the plant. You're really working yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. like I said, like, uh, like treating them w- with respect and humility as you would a great teacher. So you, would, you wouldn't you know, go hang out with the Dalai Lama and like be looking at your phone and like... <laughs> drinking coffee right you'd be like paying you know you'd be sitting calmly and trying to connect energetically with what he's offering right so with the plants it's the same same thing this is great uh and and this is basically how you teach in your school um just when you're when you're teaching people at the cascade what's it the The school of forest medicine medicine yeah um and as you said, it's like our 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 sense of place is really integral to this, uh, or the land where we're living, and and that's like a huge part of what you're trying to like show people or teach people is to get really connected to, like bloom where you're planted in a way. Yeah. Just be here. Yeah, like I I um I brought that red cedar for you, and one of the reasons I brought it is because it's you know it's the tree of life for the Northwest, and. It's it's a it's an excellent remedy for all kinds of stuff, including like um, externally for uh, fungal infections and stuff like that. It's drying and and cooling. But um, but I found in my work giving red cedar to people that they would come back reporting that they when they started taking red cedar, their anxiety went away. Ah, I could use that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, huh, no, no, doesn't say that in any books. Like red cedar is good for anxiety. It doesn't uh-huh, have those uh-huh. constituents right. in it that act on the nervous system that way. But if you look at it in terms of what the what the role of the tree of life and what it represents is, is that it represents a rooting in the place and a connection with the depths of the earth all the way up through and up to the to the sky and the heavens and helps align us with that. And so so many people don't have a sense of place and where they are and that the the heart feels that. It feels when we're not connected, we feel it. There's a, there's an underlying sense of like you said, dis-ease that pervades our whole society. So Red Cedar helps bring us into alignment with that. We're back with Ken and Ben to let people know that this is the Recovery Zone, talking with Scott Close. You can make a donation to KBU and help keep this kind of show, keep all the different shows on KBU on the air. Ken, Ben, are you there? That's right, Stephanie. Hey, uh, this is Ben. I'm here with Ken. And yeah, we need we need your support now. We've been getting some great, uh, we've been getting, uh, we've been hearing a lot from um, from you guys um, during during this hour. And we need, we need you to call now. Um, call 
call 877-500-5266 or you go online to kboo.fm yeah if you uh, call and become a member now you'll be entered to win a prize Uh, today's drawing is for a $200 gift certificate from Pro Photo Supply good for equipment classes and rentals Uh, we're offering a new prize every day of the drive call um, again 877-500-5266 now to be entered to a chance to win Uh, the rules and restrictions are on kboo.fm yeah, I want to thank uh, Stephanie's guest, Scott Close. Uh, the calls mm-hmm. have really been coming in. So, Scott, I think uh, the listeners are really uh, 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 enjoying uh, what you're saying about the Pacific Northwest Medicinal mm-hmm. Plants and uh, y- your book. Uh, we had five copies of those. Uh, those are all gone. We still have plenty of uh, wonderful gifts to thank you for all you do for KBU, uh, for members out there. Again, your money is going to supporting programs like Stephanie's, The Recovery Zone, and guests like Scott Close. Uh, it's, it, draw, it brings the community together. That's what community radio does. I always look at uh, KBU, uh, Ben, as, as kind of a fulcrum, uh, this, this uh, community... Um, uh, like a commons uh, for the community where all sorts of people can come to- together mm-hmm. uh, uh, activists uh, artists uh, writers uh, 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 people in the medical field uh, a political field all over uh, it's a way of getting people together and solving problems together uh, I had mentioned earlier that our, our programming um, a little earlier was talking about uh, climate change uh, uh, reforestation uh, oil pipeline pipelines, things that uh, you sit at home, you listen to, and you wonder, what can I do about it? Mm-hmm. Well, I think one thing we can do about it is supporting media like cable that gets the news out and act, uh, gets activists together, and we can together solve these problems. You can do that by becoming a new member or renewing your membership at 877-500-5266, or you can go online at our website, kboo.fm. That's right. You're going to hear news and perspectives uh, that are not heard on other stations and other outlets. Um, and then, yeah, that, that gives you your, you know, to, to make an quite informed decisions. Um, again, give us a call. We, and we, we just really, really cannot do it without you. And we need you to call now, 877-500-5266, um, or go online to kboo.fm. Yeah, I believe strongly in momentum. We've got that going. Mm -hmm. The calls have been coming in since uh, Scott and Stephanie went on at 11 o'clock. And uh, we are grateful for each and every one. We're grateful. There's uh, no donation too small. And uh, there's no donation too large either. (laughs) uh, That's not usually our listenership. We're not going to get the Koch brothers calling up. So we depend (laughs) on each and every one of you. 877-500-5266 or online at kboo.fm. As we mentioned before, Scott mentioned about the alder plant, uh, its motto, give more to receive more. Uh, There's all sorts of services that we all pay for every month, a phone, cable, uh, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime. KBU comes to you for free, but there's still a cost. And not, uh, it's, it's a cost that we have to pay about an operating budget of $800,000 a year. 80% of that operating budget comes from you, our listeners. So we really need you to think of this as a service. Uh, pay what you can. We're not, uh, we're not charging what the cable company is, what Netflix is, char- is charging you. 877-500-5266 or online at kboo.fm. That's right. Um, yeah, but again, just we we really need you in order to keep this going. Um, and um, 
Oh, the re- recovery zone. We'll get back to that pretty soon. But I, I want to mention that um, uh, we have uh, that sweepstakes where anybody who calls up at 877-500-5266, Ben, they could be entered to win a $200 credit at Pro Photo Supply. So you can go out and you can take pictures of your own Northwest Medicinals. Uh, we're, we're blessed in the Pacific Northwest to have such uh, wonderful diversity and uh, variety of plant life here. Uh, some of them medicinal, some some not so medicinal, some of them <laughs> recreational but again we're very lucky to have that uh 877-500-5266 to become a new member renew your membership and enter in that sweepstakes uh we have other thank you gifts for you but most of all you're calling up to support the content that you're hearing right now with stephanie's recovery zone uh and and i guess like scott authors like scott um oh man uh, the complete menu a public affairs programming you get at KBU each and every day. Uh, there's no more diverse uh, variety, no more, uh, uh, there's nothing like it in the world, really. KBU, I have friends in Seattle who are jealous of KBU. They have good stations there that, uh, like KEXP, but that's mostly music. Same mm-hmm. thing with WOZ in New Orleans. Wonderful uh, radio station, non commercial, but it's mostly music. We bring you music, comedy, radio theater, public affairs, politics, call in shows. Uh, we do training here. We have volunteers coming in. Uh, that's actually how I met Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in one of my trainings for uh, audio production here. We could teach you how to use, uh, become a radio person, do podcasts, uh, get your own show. Uh, all of that is supported by listeners like you. When you call up to become a new member or renew your membership, again, that number is 877-500-5266 or our website, which is also paid for by members like you, kboo.fm. Ah, we're back again. Uh, we're we're going to just finally, we're probably just going to do kind of a wrap-up here. I wanted um, Scott, Scott Close, to tell us what the website is for your school and your store because people are kind of interested. We're getting some notes about that. Cool. Well, first I just want to say what an honor it's been to be on KBOO. I've spent many many hours of my life listening to cable and it's uh, such a great such a great resource for the community so thank you for letting yeah. me be a part of this. yes yes <laughs> <laughs> the uh the people can learn more about my school by uh you can google the school of forest medicine or look at forestmedicine.net and i have a class coming up october 19th a four-week class that's called holy places and healing grounds that's all about like how, how to hold space for people in the context of these plant medicines and for people and for also for like ecosystems and such which i think would be of interest to the listeners of your of your show definitely and then if people want to purchase some of these medicines they can um they can go to cascadiafolkmedicine.com to to find that and and then just just to kind of wrap things yeah yeah what kind of like last thoughts you want to give us yeah you know i i uh after after the election in November, I I sat and made a prayer and said, "What, you know, what more can I do to help the the world right now?" And the answer came pretty quickly, and it was it was it was um, putting forth this idea of the the rights of all beings on the earth, and. And including plants, including plants and rivers and ecosystems and beings that we can see and not see. Every being has an inherent right to exist without detriment by humans, and at ease. At ease, exactly. And so, um, I I I've spent a lot of my time since then really 
studying this this idea and some of the things that I want to share with people is is um, read the Universal Declaration of the Rights of Mother Earth. It was a, a document that was crafted in 2010 at the World People's uh, Climate Summit. That was like a, a uh, a people's version of the, what the global countries were doing that that and it's been adopted into this declaration of the rights of mother earth has been adopted into like the bolivian and ecuadorian constitutions and it's it lays out the the basically that every being has a right to exist and if we don't recognize that it's clear what's going to happen i mean you see the destruction uh, uh, that we've seen on on the planet in these last months even with floods and hurricanes and fires and droughts everywhere on the planet the earth is speaking to us and calling us to awaken to the the fact that we are integral parts of this system not above and not overlords of but we have to find our place in this web of life and if we don't do that then we're not going to make it that's beautiful i think that is just so absolutely right and uh we've got we've got to just step back a little and have a little humility mm-hmm. about ourselves, you know, and recognize with respect all the other beings that live on this planet. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you've been listening to Scott Close. He's a community herbalist, medicine maker, wildcrafter, studying native plants since the 90s. He's written a beautiful book, Pacific Northwest Medicine Plants, Medicinal Plants, um, uh, just full of photos and information. Uh Scott's also the founder and director of the School of Forest Medicine in Corbett and Cascadia Folk Medicine, where he creates herbal extracts. This has been the Recovery Zone on your non-corporate, community-sponsored radio station, KBOO Portland. I'm Stephanie Potter. Thanks to our fine volunteers for answering the phone, Tammy Dean for her fine engineering, and thank you for listening. Stay tuned for a noon hour with jazz. And thank you, Stephanie and Scott. That was a wonderful interview. This KBU program has been made possible in part by KBU Foundation members and a grant from Portland Saturday Market. From our hands to yours, celebrating 44 years of American arts and crafts, freshly prepared foods with an international flavor, and local music every Saturday and Sunday from March through Christmas Eve in the Waterfront Park. And local artisans, international food, live music, portlandsaturdaymarket.com. And we have a couple of announcements leading us into jazz. Uh, also, the news, KBU Noon News is coming up. So stay tuned. Nick is here. Talk to you soon. See you next week. KBU would like to give a special thanks to our local community partner who donated food for our volunteers today. Breakfast was provided by Black Bear Diner located at 105 Northeast Burnside Road in Gresham, serving all-day American comfort